0: One of the lovely things about the gingerbread that we have is that the taste appeals to young and old alike, and it really crosses uh, cultures, demographics, age groups. Gingerbread's so evocative, and it's one of those... um, It seems to put a smile on people's face.
1: This is The Producers. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Two decades ago... Erin Sharman of Gingerbread Folk left behind a corporate lifestyle to experience the beauty of the Australian Outback. With freedom to visualise new directions, a small baking business was born inspired by her obsession with gingerbread.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we are we're located in the uh, beautiful part of Australia, the Blue Mountains. So uh, it's somewhere that uh, I, I didn't actually grow up here. Uh, I grew up in in Sydney, um, and uh, it, it uh, we landed in in the mountains after um, a, a long road trip around Australia. But uh, we, you know, I think I've always had a. Uh, a strong uh, feeling that uh, you you end where end up where your energy is right, and I know that uh, being amongst the beautiful surroundings, the bush, and uh, and so forth, here is just uh, it's a it's a lovely place. So our factory is in the Blue Mountains. We live in the Blue Mountains, and uh, yeah, this is where it all happens. Of course, there is, there are perils uh, living in, in a place like this, but you know, actually, as we all know, it's um it's not uh, isolated to the Blue Mountains.
1: Karen had no real experiences with gingerbread as a kid, but while working in the corporate world, she became obsessed with a gingerbread offering at a local cafe. Uh,
0: my background is actually not food. Uh, I studied um, after school. I studied architecture, and uh, I did. I did study, and I worked in it, and I absolutely loved it. I still do. Um, it's a huge part of who I am, and uh, you know, I have a lot of gratitude for uh, for the education, and I think I bring a lot of it uh, to the business today as well. But uh, sometimes life takes you in a in a different direction, and you never know what that will be. And that's actually a message I love to. Sort of, uh, you know, in part uh, to my to my daughter who's uh, just finished year twelve herself. A lot of people will say, you know, what are you doing next year? What's what's what are you going to study and what do you want to be? And uh, you know, they ask they ask that question pretty young, actually. But I uh, I've always been very, um, you know, I think I have a lot of interest in so many things, and and it's never just one thing that I thought that I would do. And so I think that's an important message to tell the to tell uh, the kids. Of today so um but so I, I yes i studied architecture and uh worked as an architect and for a for after a few years of, of quite a corporate lifestyle um dominic my husband now uh also was working uh in the city and we decided to uh take uh, a road trip we, we didn't take that gap year that i'm highly encouraging uh, my daughter to take Um, So that gave us the space and the clarity uh, to, you know, really um, reflect on so much. Um, I'd had a very driven academic sort of upbringing and uh, just, you know, I did the right thing, did what I was meant to do. Um, And I am, again, I mean, I'm grateful for that, but uh, it was just lovely to sit back and and take life as it came. And with that uh, came some some new direction. But uh, just prior to that, we we were living... um, in, in Sydney, in the lower North Shore. We used to go to a lot of cafes, as you do, and I used to, um, you know, have a, have a coffee and have, uh, eat, eat these little gingerbread men and I got a bit, uh, I suppose I got a bit addicted to them. And I look one day I looked at the little guy and I thought, I think I can do this and I think I can do it better. And I had some ideas, uh, I've always had strong ideas about how things uh, – you know, should, could be done. And, uh, I took that idea with me on the road and I ended up writing a bit of a business plan. It was back in the days of dial up. So, um, I had a a dinky, heavy laptop and we traveled around, um, on bushwalks with the laptop in the back because we didn't want it to get stolen and (laughs) things you do when you're young. And, um, yeah, we, I wrote that business plan, um, On the road, and upon our return, eighteen months later, uh, this is when we settled in the Blue Mountains. um, I had we had a couple of casual jobs, but I I decided to uh, to start the business. And I've always had, you know, I've loved the saying, "Jump, and a safety net will appear." And I think. that's what i did i jumped <laughs> and the rest is history i guess gingerbread wasn't part of my my childhood but cookies cookies were cookies and cakes were because we yeah i've got i've got a russian grandmother and oh, well i did have um and she was a huge influence on on me growing up and we you know we had lovely afternoon teas and i think just the whole afternoon tea concept um having something sweet with a cup of tea was just um uh, just, just a, a thing I really, um, yeah, I, I hold hold close to my heart, and I, I've always loved baking. So, um, yeah, it's most definitely uh, treasure that memory, and uh, I think that's really the the uh, the, the lasting uh, memory there. But uh, not so much gingerbread itself. Uh, that was probably, as I mentioned, just a, a little addiction in uh, <laughs> when we were in the corporate world visiting cafes. So. But uh, I did come up with the recipes, so.
1: (laughs) After travelling around Australia, Karen devised a business plan that not only helped create the best gingerbread, but set them up to create the right work-life balance too.
0: Business is blood, sweat and tears. Um, I think there are failures. There are constant failures, so many all the time. Um, I don't really see them as failures, Um, more as just Um, bit of a cliche but you know things to learn from we've um, partnered with um, you know suppliers and distributors um, had good relationships not so good relationships they're all things you learn from in business and uh, so I think um, you know uh, a failure becomes a success if you like and it Points you in the direction that you need to go, and I think that's how we have ended up where we are today. Because we've always listened to the customers and and uh, um, watched watched the watched the trends and the demands. And uh, having said that, also been very directed by our inner, um, you know, our inner. uh, um, What's important to us, I guess you can say. So we ourselves are ethical and sustainable in our. In our personal lives, in our practices, and the way we like to live our life. Um, we, we are vegan, we haven't always been, but um, I'm, I I come at that from an ethical angle, at Dom from an environmental angle. And, um, you know, I think it's just so important to instill those values. Uh, in business, so um, it allows us to sleep at night, which is wonderful. We can put our head on the pillow knowing that that we're putting our uh, we're supporting industries that we believe in um, i'm sure the the concept of concept uh, the con the concept of conscious capitalism is not a new one uh, to you and i I think I like it very much because it sort of echoes the principle that Business has a higher purpose, greater than just profit. And um, for us, that's very important. Our business allows us to uh, – it's, it's a vehicle for uh, being able to share the, the message that we uh, believe is very important in this world, to, be, uh, to act with kindness, be ethical and sustainable. So um, it's nice to be able to live your life and your business In that way, so I would say that is a success. That's one of the. It's nice to be in a position where we have uh, we're able to direct and drive the business in the way we want to.
1: Founded on the belief that business has a higher purpose, greater than just profit, Karen embraces the ethical initiatives of care and compassion, and the environment too.
0: Well, from the very very uh, beginning, uh, we well traditionally royal icing is made with egg whites and in uh, sugar so icing sugar so i from the start i was always questioning how could we get free range egg whites and what do you do with the yolks and it just seemed messy from the start and very it, you know it upset me really just having to use this in such great so I went back to the chemistry books and I, um, you know, looked at the, the yeah, the, the chemistry of how the how to make the royal icing. Uh, you know, find a protein to substitute that that egg white, um, and I did that. And that's that's actually today part of our um, IP, I guess you could say, part of our. It, it's something that stands us uh, well apart from the rest. It's very unique. Uh, we have an icing that is egg free, so that means our entire product can be vegan, which is um, which is a great thing. we we're, we're just really happy with that uh so yeah the the icing is was a huge initiative and the other one which was pretty pretty much there from the start was um we just felt very bad using nasty horrible heavy duty uh i think it's called bop by actually orientated polypropylene plastics to pack our packaging so we hired a consultant very early in the piece and uh he was actually a consultant for uh, i think cadbury at the time and but he was so lovely he gave us the time he he saw my enthusiasm and and wanted to i think he uh, realized how important it was for us so he helped us to find a compostable uh, film and we were actually the first company in australia to uh, to launch with that it was, yeah it was like early 2000 so it's been a very long time but I am excited to say that that developed I mean that's developed over time as well and we are now partnering with a new company who are really um taking it next level so there are always ways to improve uh barriers and and uh, uh you know using vegetable dyes and soy inks so the compostable film is a really important part of of who we are we you know, there's so much waste in business with with packaging, and and um, it's it's one of those um, things that if we can tread more, if we can tread a little more lightly, then we we definitely want to, and yeah, we need to. So, and yeah, we have solar panels on the roof too. <laughs> that's, that's just by the by.
1: <laughs> when developing recipes, landing on the very best gingerbread was important to Karen, but so. Was finding a means to ensure they were vegan and allow everyone a chance to well, enjoy. Well, I think it. the
0: texture has to be just right. So the texture needs to be um, bendy, <laughs> bendy, and the spices have to be just right, um, and a bit of sweetness and a lovely balance of, of gentle spice. So I'm pretty sure we achieve that. And uh, although we're you know uh, in it every day and and uh, um, you know we're sort of imbibing the smell I, I still pretty much not a day goes by when I won't have one so I still love my product uh, and certainly when you step away from it for a week uh, take a road trip and uh, we take it with us it tastes extra good so I know I still love the product so I know it's you know I know it's still good <laughs> we don't use any additives at all so it, they're just pure ingredients um there's nothing unusual. These are ingredients that you would find in in a pantry. Uh, I guess it's about the combination and the combination of of spices. Sorry, I can't reveal that one, but um, <laughs> but it's whatever it is. It's just you know what, it, it, one of the lovely things about the gingerbread that we have is that the taste appeals to young and old alike, and it really crosses uh, cultures, demographics, age groups. Gingerbread's so evocative, and it's one of those. Um, if it seems to put a smile on people's face, you know. It sort of uh, seems to cross so many uh, uh, boundaries, I guess. It's just uh, loved by young and old, I guess alike. You could say. So yeah, it seems to whatever recipe we have, it uh, seems to seems to work for for all. <laughs>
1: Gingerbread folk has grown significantly since that little idea two decades ago. It's given Karen the space to grow the business and build a passionate team of bakers. But every day still throws up different challenges.
0: It depends on what time of year it is, uh, Anthony, actually, because uh, we we have a very, very intense last quarter of the year. Uh, no matter what we do in this business, we try to make it less seasonal. Gingerbread is so seasonal, so... Um, in the cookies themselves they do sell all year round in independent supermarkets and uh, and cafes so that's that's a nice year year round um, option but uh, at Christmas or in the lead up to Christmas it certainly goes crazy so um, I actually don't step foot in uh, in the kitchen anymore so um, my my area of uh, what I personally do is uh, focus on sales marketing and automation and i think uh, that's you know bring a lot of the project management and systems uh, that i uh, probably used in architecture i probably bring to my current role i really love that that uh, i don't miss the kitchen I, I i um love my own kitchen and i'm that's my it's my recreation but we do have wonderful team wonderful bakers and staff and uh so um my day is uh To be very honest, I sneak in, run upstairs, and don't talk to anyone all day. I just do my work. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, things have changed. Um, But uh, Dom, my husband, he's he looks after the uh, the staff. He's he's fabulous, people person, uh, uh, always always uh, jolly and humorous. And uh, he um, he's he looks after dispatch and. manages the staff so we have quite different roles we do work together we there's pretty much nothing that happens in the business that we don't uh check in on but uh we we don't um yeah we we don't have the same role at all so uh our days are quite quite different yeah
1: (laughs) gingerbread houses are popular at christmas and karen has developed a range of easy to build kits to deliver a unique bonding experience and put the emphasis on eating too
0: Oh, yeah, look, I think one of the most rewarding parts of what we do, uh, it has to be all about the gingerbread house kits. So the gingerbread house kits are a popular item this time of year and we um, we supply kits not only to families for you know, the, to, to do and to have that beautiful activity of bonding. And we do receive so many gorgeous right now on Instagram. It's going crazy. We're being tagged and mentioned constantly, uh, people showing their beautiful creations and, you know, family get-togethers. Um, and uh, obviously I was just thinking as I was saying that things really changed the last two years with COVID and uh, it, we it, it sort of pivoted from running group events to doing a lot more at home and that was that was beautiful too but uh then suddenly things opened up and uh in in uh, november or october and uh, so we supply for events and uh big groups of people get together in halls and the it's uh the energy of, of that event is, uh, as a supplier, to see and hear that feedback is is incredibly rewarding. We know that we bring so much excitement and so much joy uh, to those events. Uh, and, yeah, we, we get a lot of positive feedback. And it's really nice to be on the receiving end of, uh, of yeah, hearing those stories um they're just, uh, as I said, uh, you know, schools, kindies and churches, really. Uh, churches, it's a very popular activity with churches. So uh, very, fe- very, very female-oriented, really, um, uh, you know, many, many ladies getting together doing this. But uh, I have definitely seen blokes and, and boys. And I think actually that, that gives me a real thrill when I see the, the young ones. And indeed, I have a young boy too, and he absolutely loves making a gingerbread house. And, uh, you know, it just gives them the opportunity to bring out their personality it's um it's just super they focus and we we've got the canvas so that you can do the rest of it basically and um you know there's the famous architect Mies van der Rohe and he said less is more and I think that's how I like to approach design and that's how I like to approach the the DIY kits that we have uh, but um if this is the thing everybody will decorate their gingerbread house as you know according to their own desires and personality and that's the lovely thing to see the what people do so tips tips um we 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 have a few hacks uh in terms of decorating uh decorating roofs and um you know you can decorate the slabs ahead of time on a flat board that's a that's a great hack because uh it's hard to do it on an angle and um requires a bit of a dexterous hand but uh it's it's a definite uh it's a definite hack.
1: <laughs> the switch from architect to baker and business owner has had a dramatic impact on Karen's life and it's given her greater connections in the community too.
0: Gingerbread is, I feel very fulfilled because uh, the business has given me uh, the opportunity to, the opportunity to express myself. And, um, you know, it's an evolution. I didn't, it's not something that uh, a lot of, a lot of, A lot of people ask you know how can I how can I do this but uh, businesses are never born overnight and this is a 21 year you know uh, evolution here so I think uh, it's definitely um, you know it's given us freedom and it's given us some fantastic uh, opportunities to raise a family as well so Dom and I uh, have always had a great deal of flexibility when it comes to, uh, you, you know, attending kids' events or taking holidays. Uh, as the business has become bigger, obviously the responsibilities are huge and, you know, you're always tied to your business, but not having to obviously uh, take take leave at certain times. or We're in charge. We call the shots and um, that's great. Another actually just sort of another really great thing is being able to give back, and we do um, – Every year we, we donate to, uh, um, you know, hosp- children's hospitals. This year we're sending the kits to Randwick Children's Hospital. And I love being able to, uh, you know, be in charge of, of giving back. So we also sponsor uh, the, um, some property in Western Australia. And, uh, yeah, we do a number of things. We did Wesley, um, Wesley Mission last year and just – to be able to give back is a really lovely thing. So I like that we that it gives us that uh, the power to do that. <laughs>
1: Gingerbread Folk has given Karen the foundation to change her life and an ability to steer her passion in the direction that feels right.
0: Oh, I love lots of things about what I do. Um, I love the freedom that it that it gives us. I love the challenge. I'm a very driven person, so uh, there's never a dull moment. There's always something that we can improve. I'm always looking to streamline, looking for more efficiencies. Um, I'm in charge. I, I can take the business. I shouldn't say that. Don wouldn't like that. We're in charge together. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we can drive it. We're driving this bus and it's just great to be uh, able to 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 uh, review each year, see how we went, and uh, take it to the next place.
1: Gingerbread is hugely popular during the festive season, but with an attention to detail, connections with the community, and commitment to excellence, Karen has created a product that's worth celebrating and enjoying all year round. This is the producers. A Deep in the Weeds production. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we share the stories of producers, farmers, makers, and growers, the true lifeblood of the food industry. Follow us on Instagram at podcast, or email us at producerspodcast at deepintheweeds.com.au.